Welcome to the Acosta Institute podcast. I am Dr. Angel Acosta. This is a series of conversations with friends and colleagues from a variety of fields who are in pursuit of healing-centered education. I want to invite Brother Justice Lopez to this conversation, a dear colleague of mine and friend, uh, someone who I deeply respect, uh, not only for his DJing skills, but also his his deep commitment to young people and to education. Just really appreciate you, bro, how you show up uh, to this moment and to these times. How, how are you doing? Good. Thank you so much, family. I'm thankful. Uh, in a space of immense gratitude, I receive and reciprocate that energy. Uh, thank you for you and your energy in this space. The pathways and possibilities that you create, fam, and just uh, I'm blessed and honored to be here here today, man. Count count counting this uh, this this great day. You know, I want to ask you uh, a question around like what's keeping you grounded these days. Mm, no doubt, I appreciate that question, especially in the midst of uh, navigating the immense amount of uncertainty, right? So first and foremost, faith and spirituality, being connected to to energy, universe, creator. Uh, a multitude of different names that we've given to, uh, to, to universal energy in life most certainly keeps me grounded. Uh, family unit as well, connecting to, to, to the nucleus, to the fam, um, to new life. My little sister just gave uh, birth not too long ago to, to, to my nephew. And, and being in that space keeps grounded, right? When there's new life in the midst of everything that's going on, right? It, it brings that. My partner always keeps me grounded. Music, DJing, members of the community, um, walks, going out into nature and and seeing and interacting with uh, the elements keeps me grounded. There's something about like being on grass barefoot by a river that is immensely like grounding to me. Like there's something physiologically and um, like metaphorically and spiritually that does something to me. Like I feel the current, I feel the wind. So that for me uh, keeps me grounded. Reading, creating keeps me grounded. I was reading this um, quote not too long ago. We were created by the creator to create. And it's like that keeps me grounded in a process of continual like creation. Yeah, yeah. And just to note uh, that you're spot on in terms of having your feet uh, on the earth um, and, and what that does. Um, in fact, the Japanese call when you're when you're hiking or you're in the the forest they call it forest bathing because it's a form of not just communing with nature but actually activating some deep deep natural processes that that are really healthy for our natural rhythms um, but especially when you when you when you hit when you put your your foot uh, on the earth man that's I, I've, I they call it grounding or earthing earthing that's what they call it. They call it earthing. Check it out. Check out earthing. There's a whole science behind it around the the, the negative and positive ions mm. that, are in the, that are in the atmosphere that get transferred through the direct contact with Mother Nature. It's, I mean, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's, speak on it. Speak yeah, on it. Well, I can't speak too much on it because I don't... I love I, it. I, I, I learned about it years ago and it was... I love it. In passing, so I'm not necessarily... No, no, no. I'm going to do some more research um, on that, most certainly. I'm going to tap into that. I'm going to tap into that. Yeah, but I'm so glad you're you're staying grounded, brother. Um, I'm so glad that um, congratulations, Uncle Uncle Justice. Hey, God, you're gonna be a great uncle. Just want to really slow us down and and settle into how your work is connected to healing and restoration. 
And that's my question is, how is your work connected to those two things? No doubt. I appreciate you asking that question and framing that. And I think about, I was reflecting on this as well when you were bringing about the questions for this uh, Wounded Healers project that you have, uh, you know, that I'm so lucky and, and graciously to be able to participate in. And I was like thinking about this question and it's like, we heal and, and, and strive to create healing spaces for things that we've um, been harmed by and or haven't seen or experienced that we would like to see, right? And I think about particular areas that I would have liked to see in, uh, in education and or that I have seen, right, that fed me and that healed me. And it was always music. It was always DJing. It was always hip hop, like straight up. Like that to me was my, it was my healing practice. Like when I was younger, I had one teacher who's actually like my homie and my colleague now, Ryan Parker, that we work really closely with, to have him in the hallway and kick like beatboxing, fam. Like it it truly was something that was healing for me. Like to have a teacher in the hallway and be like, yo, just this. And I'm like, yo, what up, Parker? And then him drop a beat and him just like kick it in the hallway was a healing practice. It was like a way in which to like engage. So like I didn't always feel that in other classes or in other spaces and places. So I said, okay, where do I feel full? Where do I feel alive? Where do I feel like I can be my full authentic self and heal in that process, right? Like through the freestyles, through the reflections, et cetera. That was a healing cathartic practice for me, right? To be able to reflect metacognitively on experiences that I was going through. And I look back at it retrospectively now, but for that, that was a healing practice for me. So, so then in education and the work that I do, I said, okay, well, what spaces did that for me as a kid, right? Like when I think about it, when I was younger, what people, what places, what spaces, and then how could I strive to create or um, refoster those types of, of, of feelings, emotions, and spaces? And I said, all right, what, what are the ways in which I can do that as a teacher? So as a teacher, creating spaces where young people can create socially conscious mixtapes and do uh, and process emotions and experiences and things that they're going through, right? And But also uh, in the larger context too, the 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 concept and the ways in which the DJ is a healer. And I've actually, yo, I feel, I've really been like meditating on this because it's like, yo, if you think about the DJ specifically in the context of hip hop, the DJ is the conductor of energy. Like the DJ plays the beat, the mood that the audience react to, that the MC spits over, that like the, the break dancers break dance to. It's almost like, like a, a healer like think about it because it's like even like in this context of like going to like like parties or black parties and events right like people go to spaces to like feel free or like feel lightened etc and the dj fosters that environment so specifically in the context of education like how do we foster these healing environments and practices it's like tapping into that element of the dj like really tapping into the element of dj and really holistically fostering that so that's what's been on my spirit as of recently, like really tapping into that and centering that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And um, just want to give, continue to give life to that framing of yours, DJ as healer, you know, the DJ as a master of sound, you know, in, in, in certain uh, uh, communities uh, in, in Latin America, like the Tejuma in Colombia, they have sound doctors not in the PhD sense, but in like the manipulating of particular flutes and instruments that activate frequencies in the community. And then those frequencies tap into particular imaginations and imaginal spaces. 
So uh, I see you as a sound doctor, bro. I see you as a sound healer, you know, with the dashboard and all. So let's go a little deeper there. Like, so if if we were to kind of take DJing as healer, as a metaphor and the elements of DJing for maybe practices for folks who are either teachers who are or practitioners in whatever field they're in, in this larger healing centered turn, like what would be those principles of, of, of drawing on the DJ and DJ methodology to engage in kind of healing? Yeah, fam. I'm a, I'm gonna engage with you live with this, and we're gonna like we're gonna have this conversation because we're gonna be because I'm thinking about this as you ask me, and I'm like, yo, that is such a dope question, right? So let's think about this, right? DJ as healing, sound, and practice, right? DJ has a plethora of musical sounds and and songs and music that the DJ's tapping into. So toolbox. I think about the metaphorical concept of like music and mood. The, the DJ collects crates. Back in the day, DJs were vi- vinyl, had all these different crates. They have now we 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 we've simplified that. We got MP3s. We got have it all here. But nonetheless, there's different emotions, experiences, right? Imaginations. You even mentioned that music centers. So the 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 I I'll look at it as like a sensibility or a practice or maybe a literacy. I'm not entirely sure what to call the framing of it, but that toolbox piece of music. So then correlating that to educational spaces, particularly healing educational spaces, what is, what is our collective toolbox as educators that we're pulling from to heal? What are the activities, resources, experiences, people, journal articles, podcasts, et cetera, that we've created in our library to pull from? So that's one piece of it that I see the correlation between that. Then next as a healer, it's how are you responding to the direct needs of your audience in front of you? Because the DJ is constantly interweaving music, et cetera, for the point of keeping the energy, the momentum uh, in a symbiotic relationship flowing, right? We know that if the dance floor is not popping, if it's dead, right, people are not going to be there. That's a metaphorical sense of the DJ. But even in like a community healing space, it's like, how are you responding to the direct needs of the people in front of you? And making sure that they're in a continuous state of flow, that they're not in a dense space. If they are, how are you assisting with elevating that vibrational frequency so that they feel full and they feel free, right? To heal, right? To feel light, to feel joy, to feel love, to feel possibility. So paying attention to that as a DJ and the sensibilities or literacies is is something that I've been I've been really um, meditating on as well. But then. Adding on to that, the crossfader, right? The crossfader is the instrument on the mixer, which allows you to fade in between each song. And you got to do that smoothly. Because if you don't do that smoothly, people notice it. It may, it may interfere with the actual like flow of which people are like engaging in. Or you could do it, you could do it like uh, abruptly as well, too. You could be like, all right, now we're gonna go to the you could do either way. It depends on what type of energy you want to like. You can have an, uh, you can have a, a, a transition that's very uh, a, abrupt and intentional, but also flowing smooth. And I think as a healer, it's important to pay attention to that too, right? And what ways are you creating spaces that, that flow smoothly, but also maybe sometimes you're creating environments that, um, that may be juxtapositioned to the status quo and may abruptly wake people up. Like maybe sometimes like, like healing is about abruptly waking people up too, who may be in a space of like trance or 
um, you know, et cetera. So I think about, I think about that practice too. I think about kinesthetic movement. The DJ, when, when playing music or et cetera, there is a kinesthetic moving piece, which is correlated with healing. And particularly, I've really appreciated collaborating with a lot of healers in this particular concept, like Zumba instructors, um, people who lead like hip hop, yoga, and like me being the DJ and I'm playing live music over them leading a fam. It has been one of the most spiritually healing experiences I've ever had. Like leading a co-hip hop yoga experience, fam. It's something about like the meditative state in nature, but then the ability to like turn up in between. Like, but it's been so like freeing. It's been so freeing to do that. So like in the context of an education and healer and like DJ working together, that is another element to bring that into like these spaces to foster um, holistic wellness. And I could keep going on with different literacies and elements, et cetera, but that was just what kind of spoke to me initially as you asked that question. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to, because it's such a powerful moment, I think, uh, obviously a lot is happening with the pandemic and, and everything else is unfolding globally and, and nationally. But, um, you know, this whole notion of a healing-centered turn is interesting. And it's kind of, I think it's, it's, it's we're all kind of involved in it. And, and, and I, I see how, in your case, like, hip-hop becomes kind of a form of medicine. And that, that comes from a conversation that I had with Dr. Chris Emden, you know, the big homie with his book that just came out, Ratchademic. You know, he's going in. No doubt. No doubt. That is a phenomenal read. I've been tapping in heavily. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's So just thinking about you and the lineage of hip-hop scholars and the lineage of sound doctors, lineage of sound healers, and then also just kind of continuously situating your work in this healing and restorative uh, turn. I'll stop there. Just kind of any, anything coming up for you in particular in response, in response to what I just said? I want to name and give thanks um, to Brother Chris Emden, Dr. Bettina Love, Martha Diaz, P. Thandy Hicks, Harper, um, just the homies who've just created Ian, Edmund, Ajapong. I mean, the whole squad, fam. I just give, give an immense amount of thanks. Um, Dr. Lauren Kelly, Darren Graves, you know, like all of these, uh, Asia Upchurch, all of these homies that have just been really instrumental in healing in my like growth um, and experience. I mean, you family, I know I've gave things earlier, but but you even in this space, this is a healing space right now. This is a healing practice for me. So I, I want to name that and give thanks to to, to those who, who have been doing the work that have allowed for me to even be and name this and have this conversation. Um, but also the ancestors that came before as well. And I think about how beautiful that is to continue that work and lineage in, in those spaces. But particularly when it comes to like hip hop being used as, a, as an, an avenue and a space for healing fam. It is, it is the praxis and nexus when we think about the ways in which communities have fostered healing and growth and love and joy and peace and having fun all at the same time. It is like it, it is like the culmination that has come together with the different elements. And I'm I'm speaking particularly from the one context of the element of DJ because that for me, I mean the MC as well, because I I'm, I'm a writer and a poet as well, but, but 
particularly the element of DJ, but there's 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 a myriad of other elements, MC, break dancing, art, graffiti, uh, B-boy, B-girls, and the most important element, knowledge, right? And we think about these kind of five core elements of hip hop and that kind of lineage with the with ancestors and guys that are here currently now kind of progressing that. Um, and, and I'm thankful to be able to even be in that space and and um, and community to, to just love, grow, and learn. Yeah, major, major. I think it's, you know, from a, you know, you're, at, you're entering your master's and it has an entrepreneurial kind of touch to it. Um, but, you know, I see, I see, I still see you as a scholar, scholar practitioner at that. And it's just good to kind of um, continuously ground the work in, in, in how rigorous uh, the practices, you as a practitioner, as DJ, and, and you as scholar in, in this program, and also as a thinker and an investigator. And then also, you know, the citation, you know, you're naming, naming those ancestors, naming those people, the Lauren Kellys, the Chris, the Bettina Loves, you know, that's all part of the practice. So as you know, the Healing Center turn is so vast. And, and, and the beautiful thing is that there is a place for hip hop there. Um, so I just want to kind of continuously get you hyped and let you know that, uh, one, one, you belong in this turn and, and, and two, that you're already contributing to it. I appreciate you naming that, framing that family immensely. So, um, and, and thank you for even opening up the opportunity and thinking of what does it mean to like heal through different elements and spaces and, um, really providing that communal space to be able to learn and grow in that, um, I think naming that is really important and naming the work that has been done collectively with healing center education, but also the, the classes that you've been starting in the communities and the up and coming seminars, et cetera. Um, it's really a, a powerful and beautiful thing to, 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 to see and also um, to learn about. Even in this very conversation, when you were talking about the experiences, et cetera, like I'm about to tap into that wisdom. I'm tapping back into that. And constantly, like, just learning and growing in that space. I'm kind of channeling my, my dear colleague, uh, Dr. Bayo Akomolafe, uh, who's a Nigerian brother. And he's a, he's a psychologist, but also, like, draws on Yoruba cosmology. And he, he always kind of invites us to get lost. The temper of the times are so urgent that we must slow down. One. And two, just being comfortable being lost. So even in this conversation... There had you know just going places we may have not necessarily thought we were even going to go. That this moment here being one a powerful place to theorize from, a powerful place to engage in knowledge production, but as you said earlier, a a powerful place to heal from, because the reality is that outside of this conversation in the world, especially now, uncertainty is the name of the game. So what does it mean for us to lean on the uncertainty principle? even as we navigate conversations and get lost together. That's good. No, and I, I think about what personally what that's felt like for me and how uncomfortable I feel in aspects of uncertainty, right? And I think about the different kind of like zones of like growth and I think about like my, you know, comfort zone, safety zone, grow zone, et cetera. And it's like the growing zone is in the moments of like, uncertainty it's like if i knew what was gonna if i knew what was gonna happen like i would kind of be like in this kind of like comfort zone and, and it's not to mistake like uncertainty etc i don't 
the extreme of that would be like suffering and like immense trauma and pain, which is which is not the extreme we want to go to because uncertainty could also cause that as well, right? Uncertainty was, but I, I I'm looking at it in the context of like uncertainty in the realm of of um growth and leaning into um this conversation, but also leaning into community, leaning into ancestors, leaning into um healing centered spaces, leaning into growth, leaning into reflection, leading into in, into theories that provide a new lens of imagination to like reconceptualize what's possible in education, reading into that, learning into that, freedom dreaming. Dreaming is so essential to like uncertainty and unknowing because it's like we need to be able to dream to imagine new possibilities and to be able to see a new frontier that's not possible. And dreaming happens in the unknown. Like on a, on a metacognitive, like subconscious level, like you have daydreaming, which sometimes you're aware of, but a lot of dreaming happens at night too. It happens when you're just like doing it. So like even dreaming and that whole process of like creation and healing, et cetera, um, allowing that to, to take place and, 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 and being uncertain where, where that may, where that may grow, where that may go is, is important to name, but it's also important to be able to embrace most certainly. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just wanted to name that. And then as we close out, just, um, any, any last parting thoughts, uh, Parting, you know, insights on on your work and, and maybe what your work is yet to be. Mm, I appreciate that. Yeah, I want to talk to y'all briefly about this project that's really important to my spirit project, Happyvism, uh, combining joy and love as a radical tool for healing and possibility. Um, created by my good good brother uh, and dear friend, as I mentioned before, Ryan Parker. I mean, created out of a feeling, an immense feeling, to to want to grow, to want to experience love, to want to experience joy. But to also as a as a almost like a reflective cathartic practice to heal. So it was multi-symbiotic of us feeling a particular way to reflect and heal, et cetera. And and Project Happyvism is really tapping into and embracing uh joy as a radical form of activism, particularly for marginalized black and brown communities, and, and acknowledging the brilliance and the love and the genius that is in uh these communities, uh, and to celebrate that. So uh we created a song that's that's a form of healing, right? Music as a form of of liberation that turned into a music video that then turned into writing as a children's book to be able to have young kids see, read, and reflect on as a part of a practice and nexus, and then to be able to bring that into the community spaces and then have kids create their own books, which is part of the iteration of the process, having young kids and young uh folks in the community being able to write and read their own narratives and stories and working in conjunction with a publisher to be able to do that is a healing practice. Like that, that is, that is a healing um, centered space to be able to create um, growth, community, love, joy, and trust. So um, that's a project for the future that, that is in the horizon that, that I'm really, really excited about um, to, to create and foster and I'm also really excited with partnering up with, with practitioners that are healers. Um, so anybody who's listening to this space, if you are a practitioner, I would love to collaborate in different ways in which to, to embed and bring in music and DJing in your form of healing, whether that is as a teacher or as an instructor or as a dancer or as a community organizer, a parent, teacher, et cetera. I would love to learn more about the ways in which people are creating healing spaces and the ways in which music and DJ can co-collaborate and co-create um, these spaces. I know just us, Angel, right? Like even on the virtual platform, coming into one of your classes and sessions and just mixing, right? And the, and, and the ways in which that that helps elevate the vibrational frequency of spaces, even in the digital platform. Like 
separate from even being physically in proximity with people, like the physical platform of that. Um, I mean, the, 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 the spiritual, like the symbiotic energetic exchange is something. So I'm really excited to see what that looks, feels, and sounds like both, um, in person and digitally and virtually. And then, um, yeah, just continuously to learn and grow and be a part and in community here with, with you and all the folks, um, that are tuning in today. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I just want to thank you, brother. Thank you so much for blessing us with this wisdom and this insight. And I can't wait to see your work grow and blossom, man. Likewise, family, receive the reciprocated. Much love. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this work is nourishing and supportive. I encourage you to follow the Acosta Institute on our multiple social media platforms where you can learn more about our courses and other offerings. May this work and all of us continue to thrive.